Hey, listener, this is Jimmy Pardo from the award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny. You are listening to PF's Tape Recorder. Turn up! Hello there, I'm PF, this is my tape recorder. Coming up, Alonzo Bowden has an English friend who loves American satirical TV. He thought Fox News was a parody. He thought it was like The Onion. Alonzo will also tell us why he's doing more current events comedy these days. That's all in a little bit. Ted Nugent is no longer the craziest man in rock and roll as Dave Mustaine of Megadeth proved in Singapore this past week. We'll also hear from a Cincinnati area band headed for a big music festival in Indiana this week. And we have a special announcement at the end of the show and our first giveaway, so stay tuned for that. But first, as always, fake news. And now, fake news with me. President Obama sticking with his vice president. President Obama is defending Joe Biden's comments that Republican deregulation policies would put people, quote, back in chains, unquote, saying his vice president was only talking about GOP proposals to roll back new rules for Wall Street. Uh, Biden also noted the audience was clean. Uh, now, you may have seen this uh, on the TV, and when I first heard this and saw the tweets about people saying, oh, how racist and horrible it was, it, I thought, oh, he must have said this in front of like the NAACP or, or some other group of predominantly black folks. And no, he just said in, in a rally in Georgia, where there were black folks present, certainly, but um, I don't know, it just it just seemed like uh, people were making a little more out of this than maybe should be made, because, you know, Wall Street does kind of have us in chains, and uh, I think they kind of like it that way. I think they're kinky like that. A 56-year-old man accidentally shot himself in the buttocks inside the Century 14 movie theater in downtown Sparks, Nevada last Tuesday night when a gun he had brought into the cinema discharged, police dispatchers said. No one else was hurt in the incident, said an NRA spokesman. If that man had had another gun, he could have stopped himself from shooting himself in the behind. More guns, not less. Ecuador granted asylum this past Thursday to WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange, I just love saying that, Julian Assange, placing the Latin American country squarely in a diplomatic showdown with Britain and the United States. Ecuador's President Rafael Correa is an American-trained economist with leftist leanings. And with his leftist leanings, he should be great chums with President Barack Hussein Obama. Anyway, Assange has sought refuge in the Ecuadorian embassy in London, and he has been granted asylum. Britain is now subtly threatening to storm the embassy with soccer hooligans. Introduced as a hometown hero, Miami University graduate and presumptive vice presidential nominee on the Republican ticket, Paul Ryan, said he welcomed the coming debate over who has the best plan to overhaul Medicare. He said Republicans would win that debate because they are on all sides of it. We're cutting it. We're saving it. We're doing everything at all at the same time. If, you're, if you want cut, we're for that. If you want to save, we're for that too. The crowd of uh, mostly college students seemed underwhelmed by the speech, with one student asking, hey, why is the dad from Modern Family talking about Medicare? Chad Ocho Cinco Johnson, the former Cincinnati Bengals, New England Patriots, and briefly now Miami Dolphins wide receiver, has had his reality show on VH1 canceled after being involved in a domestic dispute outside of his South Florida home last week. Johnson did uh, immediately find a new job on TV, though, in an existing series. It's been on for a long time. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come Kinda lame. With names like Sylvester Stallone, Bruce Willis, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jean-Claude Van Damme, and Chuck Norris, uh, Expendables 2 has no shortage of self-esteem, though a large dearth of acting talent, it seems. Now, that's a good thing, uh, the large amount of self-esteem, says one of the stars, Arnold Schwarzenegger. 
We all have huge egos, uh, the former governor of California said. Uh, Notice me not doing a hideous Arnold Schwarzenegger impression, shockingly. Uh, said Wednesday at night at Expendable 2's Hollywood premiere, uh, quote, uh, com- we competed against each other in the 80s and the 90s in the last 10 years, even though I was out of it for eight years doing the governorship. Uh, indeed, the egos are so big in this movie that's only going to be shown on IMAX movie theater screens. And that's been Fake News with me. Hey, you remember when we thought this guy was nuts? Well, he wasn't particularly crazy for saying stuff like that. What he was crazy for was thinking that saying stuff like that made him as funny as Sam Kinison or Richard Pryor. Yeah, big laughs. Um, Okay, well, be prepared, folks, to be uh, outdone in the crazy department because uh, Dave Mustaine of the heavy metal group Megadeth uh, makes Ted Nugent look like Dick Cavett. Back in my country, my president was trying to pass a gun ban, so he's staging all of these murders, like the Fast and Furious thing down at the border in Aurora, Colorado, all the people that were killed there, and now um, the beautiful people at the Sikh temple. That's Dave Mustaine with his band Megadeth on stage in Singapore. And uh, at, you know, at least Ted gets some applause when he insults the president. Uh, listen to what this guy shouts out. I don't know if you heard. Listen to what this guy shouts out when he starts his rant. Hey, we love so the crowd's not with Dave, but he presses on. I don't know where I'm going to live if America keeps going the way it's going because it looks like it's turning into Nazi America. Oh, you're losing him, Dave. You're losing him. And he said, move down here to Singapore. You're not allowed to possess a pistol over 32 calibers in Singapore or have automatic weapons. And they have socialized medicine. Just thought I'd let you know. Okay, so I think we can all agree that Dave Mustaine is crazier than Ted Nugent. And, uh... Oh, I'm sorry, I, I left the Skype on. L- let me grab this real quick. Uh, hello? P.F. Dave Mustaine from Megadeth. Oh, hey, Dave, we were just discussing your uh, stage banter there. I like informing the crowd about what's going on back in my country. You know, you sound a lot like Clint Eastwood. Well, I admire Mr. Eastwood's work. You got a problem with that, punk? Well, in the words of Johnny Slash, uh, I'm not punk, I'm New Wave. Totally different head, man. Anyway, uh, I think you have some of your facts wrong, Dave. In in fact, I, I don't think you really have any facts. Of course you'd say that. You're part of the Obama propaganda machine with your little podcast, P.F. Oh, I can assure you that's not the case, Dave. Sure it is. Obama's funding all of you liberal podcasters like Jimmy Dore and David Feldman so he can take Rush Limbaugh and Sean Hannity off the air and put them in jail. God. That doesn't even make sense. The president is a socialist and he's turning our country into a Nazi state. Uh, now you know those are two completely different things, right, Dave? He's staging this drought so he can trick people into thinking that global warming is real and he can outlaw fossil fuels. God. Uh, yeah, you see, I don't, And he's uh... putting on TV shows like Whitney and Two Broke Girls so people will turn off their TVs and spend more time on the internet, which he controls. Uh, now, Dave, I think you're really out there. I gotta find a new country to live in. Maybe I will move to Singapore. People there applauded when I said that. Yeah, you know, I think people here would applaud that, too. I must be off, P.F. 
Alonzo Bowden is a stand-up comedian who first came to national prominence on Last Comic Standing a few years back. He currently tours the country headlining in clubs and theaters, and also hosts his own podcast called Who's Paying Attention? Here now is our interview with Alonzo Bowden. Okay, joining us on PS Tape Recorder, it's Alonzo Bowden. Alonzo, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How you doing? Pretty good. It's uh, been a while since we spoke. I think the last time we spoke, you were probably playing Minneapolis or maybe even Cleveland, and, uh, and so it, it was a while back. Although it was post uh, last comic standing, of course. Yeah, I, I probably Cleveland. I actually don't get to Minneapolis too often. Okay, but, uh, yeah, I'm, it was probably Cleveland then. Um, speaking of the last comic standing, folks, I saw on one of your guys' Facebook feeds, uh, it was either you or Tammy or John Heffern, because you guys are all together, uh, arm in arm. Um, you guys don't hang out together, I guess, when you have a chance. Yeah, last week we did a benefit show for uh, Santa Clarita Youth, and it was the three of us were on the same show. I don't think we three have worked together since we did last comic. Like, I've worked with Tammy and I've worked with Heffron, but the three of us, it was, it was a nice reunion. Cool. Uh, did you guys tell old war stories, or did uh, you talk about what you guys are doing these days? No, we complained about everything since the show and how we're not rich, famous <laughs> yet, and they lied to us. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, did, you were supposed to get a, some kind of development deal out of that, but as I'm finding out talking other comics, not even just ones that were on that show, but just in general, is that even when you get a development deal, you know, like Jake Johansson had one, and he shot a pilot, but it didn't go anywhere, and other guys, he just, they never even shoot a pilot. What, how far did yours get? Uh, well, my my holding that holding deal with NBC was uh, um, they li- I think they literally did it to keep us off of other networks. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. It didn't, didn't yeah, yeah. really lead to anything. And then I was in another holding deal with NBC a long time ago. It must have been now 15 years ago. And that led to a pilot script. The holding deal is kind of like. Um, like you're looking at cars and you make a deposit on one. Uh-huh. That's a long way from buying it. Yeah, yeah. Now, the holding deal is making a deposit before the credit check. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's cool. It means they're interested, but it, it's a long way from there to the air. So it, it was a good show. It was a good run, you know. Yeah. Um, I, uh, another place I heard you like recently, I think in the past six months, was on David Feldman's comedy podcast. Yes, yes, I did Feldman's show. Um, Feldman's really cool. We connected last year at the uh, Just for Last Festival in Montreal. Okay. He writes for a lot of comics up at the festival. Oh, I did not and know that. did his podcast. And, you know, in the past year and a half, the um, my, my comedy's become a lot more topical and political. I was gonna, that was my next question, yeah. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of traction in that market. So I'm doing the mm. podcast. I'm doing stuff with NPR um, in Montreal. I just did a gala, which is their big televised show from the festival that was hosted by Louis Black, and it was all about the U.S. elections, which oh, okay. are uh, which are shaping up funnier and funnier. Yes, every yes, they day. are. So, uh, well, what inspired you to move in that direction? Because I know before you you would touch on them, but not, but more in a, a, a broad social aspect. You know, like the fence along the, the border, everybody wanted, but never, never specifics. What kind of moved you in that direction? You know, more and more, they became funnier than me. So, yeah. <laughs> so I want to write a joke about me on a date, 
But, you know, the, the nation spending two weeks arguing chicken sandwiches versus gay people, that's much funnier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was some I, good stuff. Yeah, though. it's that's what it's been, though. It's The social issues tend to move me more. I still do personal comedy. I still talk about yeah. myself and my life and my act. But more and more, these social issues, I mean, you know what? The, the, the pick of Paul Ryan is hilarious. This guy's anti-Medicare, anti-Social Security. Doesn't he know the one group of people that vote are old people? Yep. It's, it's, well, it's political suicide. Sure, but they're just going to tell them you know, that they're not going to do that, even though that's exactly what they're going to do. This is, this is what's been working for them all along. So. Yeah, it, this one ain't going to work because the Republican convention is in Tampa. You're going to Florida and you're anti-old people? Come on. And <laughs> yeah, that's not going to work. This is going to end badly. Yeah. Um, so what kind of things have you been doing for NPR? Uh, they have a great show called Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Oh, yeah, okay. That's thought I'd, I'd heard your voice on there. Yeah, I'm a periodic guest on that. And then locally here in L.A., we do a show called Comedy Congress, which we play clips of various politicians saying crazy things. And uh, we make fun of that. I do that show with Ben Glebe and Greg Proops. Oh, yeah. I love those guys. It's a lot of fun. I'm, I'm literally there just to translate Greg Proops to English because <laughs> he is so much smarter than the rest of us. We're like, oh, man. Let, let me Google that. Oh, yeah, it is funny. Yeah. He's, can you dumb it down just a little? He's I a, love the guy. He's great. He's a bright guy. In fact, um, he was a guest on Jackie Cation's podcast um, a couple weeks before I was, and he talked baseball and I talked football. And boy, I studied his appearance because everybody loved his appearance. I think, well, we're talking about almost the same thing. So I think I'll do what Greg did and try to tell some of the great stories. So it was yeah. very helpful. And speaking of Lewis Black and um and Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, he was mixed up in a uh, a show. It was a uh, an American version of a of the British version kind of of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me uh, called the News Quiz. And I know Kathleen Madigan did it with him. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't get mixed up in that. Or uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't get to get on it, but it didn't last long enough. Mm. Well, I think yeah. they only shot a pilot uh, for it, well, an audio pilot for it. It's a, it's a radio program for folks uh, listening on BBC Radio 4. And uh, I thought they did a great job. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Well, they're they're great together. You know, um, yeah. Kathleen was also on the gala in in Canada. And she's brilliant, too. I love Kathleen. Oh, yeah. So, but, yeah. but, you know, shows like that, it's difficult to get traction here in the U.S. Yeah. Um, we seem to like more when... The crazy host yells about things. You know, it doesn't have to be true. It doesn't have to be intelligent. Just yell a lot and hate people. That, that, is, that yeah. seems to be what we tune in for. Yeah, because I listen to a lot of uh, uh, BBC, uh, quite a bit of CBC and some of the Australian stuff. All the, all the Australian stuff, oddly, seems to be uh, BBC and NPR stuff just recycled. They just play those feeds. But, um, yeah, they don't seem to have anything like we have here with talk radio in this country, it's it's a fascinating phenomena. Well, the BBC still does news, yeah. and uh, we kind of gave up on that some years ago. And uh, but and... I, I honestly, I think what it is is unfortunately, and just like you said about twisting things around, the fairness doctrine. You know, when the fairness doctrine was destroyed, and they said you didn't have to be fair in political reporting and news reporting, then it became purely a for-profit enterprise. And the right wing is very good at it. You know, whether you agree with them or disagree with them, they're very good at what they do. And and they hijack oh, yeah. radio. Absolutely. And all of their shows are the same. And, and it, it put 
puts forth their point of view, their propaganda, if you want to use that word, which I do. But the left wing had the opportunity and has never done it. They're just not as organized. I guess not. Um, and as Jimmy Dore pointed out, he, he asked someone from Canada, one of the Canadian comics he knows. I can't remember. It might have been John Dore, one of those fellows. He said, why don't you have this up in Canada? And, and they said, well, you're not allowed to lie on the news in Canada. You, you, it's against the law. So you can't, you can't be Fox News going up and saying, oh, well, President Obama said that uh, small business owners didn't create their own businesses. You can't say that because it's not true and you'll get in trouble. And here it's just like, oh, knock yourself out. <laughs> Yeah, we've, we've given up on that. I met a British comic, and I'm not joking, I'm not exaggerating. He thought Fox News was a parody. He didn't <laughs> think it was real. He thought it was like The Onion, you know, where yeah. it was just, he was like, well, that's not real, right? They make all of that up. And it's like, well, they do make it all up, but it is real. Yeah, well, I had a, a joke a couple of weeks ago on our fake news segment that uh, about, what's the, the the newsroom with the new Alex uh, Zorkin show there on... Um... Yeah, uh, okay. on HBO. Yeah, and I said I, I really enjoy uh, stories about uh, fictitious uh, news organizations, you know, like on Murphy Brown and Lou Grant and Fox News. Exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. Wow, it's, and I've been to the belly of the beast. I have been to the Fox News building in New York City, and if you ever get the chance to go, it it is spooky. How many pretty blonde women are walking around? <laughs> like it is, it is almost like wow, you really have designed the perfect woman and that's all they allow in the building Gre oh, yeah. greta sustrin or whatever her name is yeah it's the only one that does not fit the mold yeah that's yeah. that yeah you look at any other day or nighttime programming uh okay. i'm not talking about programming i'm yeah. talking about oh, just in general receptionists oh, wow. secretaries um you know i'm talking everyone in the building that's the scary part it's not the on-air talent it's it's behind the scenes and you're like wow they all look the same so were you on, did you do Red Eye? I guess uh, like Paul Mercurio does that a lot. No, I didn't do Red Eye. I've done Red Eye once, and I didn't like doing Red Eye because the spin is so strong, you can't even joke around it. Like the way they construct the questions and everything else, you kind of have to fit in, which wasn't good. I was there doing, um, it was an online show. It was promotion for an, a car show I hosted for a little while called America's Worst Driver. So I wasn't involved with like the news side. This was the, you know, entertainment side. I had a, a great car show. It was called 101 Cars You Must Drive. It was on speed. That's right. And I, I got to test all kind of crazy cars. Unfortunately, we didn't get to 101. We only got to 46 cars and speed said, that's enough. <laughs> we're, we're driving. I was talking to some folks at lunch today. We were talking about Top Gear, and I said, you know, comedian Alonzo Bowden uh, did, hosted a show about driving different cars, and but uh, they hadn't remembered seeing it. But, um, yeah, I thought you had uh, done something like that. A any other uh, projects coming up that, uh, that we should know about? Well, I'm doing a pilot for a uh, motorcycle show, so hopefully that'll go. But the thing I'm really having fun is I have my own podcast now, it's called Who's Paying Attention, and I go through the news and, and kind of crack jokes, do funny stories, some serious, more of them hilarious, and, you know, it's getting me a little traction, so I, I like doing the podcast, and um, in Cincinnati, heading to the Funny Bone on the levee. There you go, man. It's a great room, too. I think, yeah. Yeah, it is. It is, it is a fun room, so uh, I'll be there next weekend, and... I'll be walking back and forth across the bridge. I love how Cincinnati's Comedy Club is in Kentucky. Yes, it is. Well, one of them is. 
One of them is. Yes. Yeah. Um, so for so folks, you know, who haven't seen you in a while, uh, what's kind of the balance now of uh, current events versus more uh, what's going on in Alonzo's life? Oh, easily 80-20 current events. Oh, right cool. now, I, I'm still loving. I'm, I'm coming down from Olympic fever. <laughs> I, I, I'll definitely be talking about that. I love the cool. Olympics. I love how for two weeks we become experts on sports we know nothing about. And we're so There's intrigued. I know. Nothing better than sitting around discussing the merits of synchronized diving. Yeah. I, in the track and field, I'm like, I was really caught up in it. I'm like, but I hope they win. <laughs> you can't win unless you have to run against Usain Bolt. Yeah. In which case, I wouldn't even run. I'd just kick back and have a beer. Yeah. Say, yeah just, something. I kind of know how this is going to end. Just let that guy go. That guy's amazing. Yeah. We were talking about it the other day. They said he runs at 28 miles an hour. Yeah, I heard I that. honestly struggle to do that on a bicycle. <laughs> oh, I know. Seriously. If you, yeah. You're lucky if you can get going 20. That's no joke. He runs so fast. If a cheetah was hunting him, the cheetah would be like, you know what? I'll have vegetables. <laughs> I just... Um, he, he's amazing. So uh, I'm, I'm talking about that. And, you know, the presidential election is heating up. The commercials are heating up and oh, becoming yeah. more and more ridiculous. Absolutely. And uh, we'll have some fun with that. And, and I think the crazy candidates and crazy commentators, they're starting to get some more traction. So that's going to be fun. Cool. Well, this will be a real treat because uh, I really enjoyed you on Feldman's show. And for folks who don't know, Feldman's uh, podcast slash radio show he does out in California, which is available as a podcast, uh, is a lot of current events stuff, but it's, real, it's very clever. He always has a nice round table. They do some funny sketches and stuff. So, um, yeah, this is going to be a real treat for folks in Cincinnati. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to getting there. All right, man. Super. Well, uh, good luck the rest of the way out then, and, uh, and uh, you know, good luck with all your future projects. All right. Thanks a lot. See you next week. Thanks, Alonzo. Bye. Thanks to Alonzo Bowden for being on the podcast. You can find his podcast, Who's Paying Attention, in iTunes. And you can see him live August 24th and 26th at the Funny Bone on the Levee in Newport, Kentucky, across the river from Cincinnati. For more dates and all things Alonzo, head to alonzolive.com. Now time to hear a new band. Well, new to us anyway. This group is from Cincinnati, and they are called Mosteller. They are a Christian rock band. Now don't be a music snob here. Remember Collective Soul and Jars of Clay? Uh, they were Christian rock bands, and I guess they still are. And uh, more mainstream acts like U2, Owl City, and Lights love the baby Jesus. So uh, sit back and enjoy this. These guys actually put me in the mind of like a Wilco, maybe a Darden Smith, if you remember him. And uh, Mostel are playing the Rock the World Christian Music Fest at Holiday World slash Splash and Safari Amusement Park in Santa Claus, Indiana, Saturday, August 25th. If you've never been there, go. It is highly recommended. Uh, easy to get to from uh, several big cities in the Midwest. Jeremy Camp is actually the headliner for the festival, and Mosteller is part of an all-day lineup of bands. This is the title track from their latest CD, This Is Life, on PF's tape recorder. We go a thousand miles an hour And we don't look back We go a thousand miles an hour And never stop to look around But this is life And this is love this is breath I feel in my lungs I've never felt this way about life Until I saw your love with my eyes 
Life by Mosteller. Catch them at the Rock the World Christian Music Fest in Santa Claus, Indiana, Saturday, August 25th. And remember, Alonzo Bowden is at the Funny Bone on the Levee in Newport, Kentucky, right across the river from Cincinnati, August 24th through 26th. Okay, the big announcement you've all been waiting for, I'm sure, for the whole episode. Uh, I'm still not entirely sure that there hasn't been some kind of horrible mix-up. Uh, however, I have been asked to do a set at the Brouhaha Comedy Festival right here in Cincinnati this Friday and Saturday, August 24th and 25th. 
Uh, this is the sixth annual Brouhaha. Tom Green is going to headline on Friday. Carlos Alizraki, friend of the podcast, closes the show on Saturday. And in between that, you'll see 50 comedians and have the opportunity to sample over 100 beers, and it's a great time. For more details, you can go to cincybrouhaha.com. And in addition to Tom Green and Carlos Alizraki, you'll see other nationally known comedians like Jeremy Essig, Troy Baxley, Sean Patton, Vic Henley, and John Evans. Cincinnati-based comics who you've seen on national TV and in clubs around the country like Josh Sneed, Dave Waite, Jeff Tate, and Ryan Singer. And ones you'll very soon see on TV and around the country like Alex Stone, Kelly Collette, Tobiary McCoy, Gabe Kia, Mike Cody. There's just tons. Tons and tons of great, great comics. There's no way I should be on the stage with these people. Absolutely none. Uh, little old me, speaking of, will be on Saturday at 6.10, doing probably a 7-10 to minute set at the Beer Booth 24 stage. Okay? And now to celebrate this possible mix-up, PF's Tape Recorder Comedy Podcast is giving away two VIP passes to the festival. I believe that gets you, um, well, the comedy is free, and uh, the beer costs, and it's um, $5 for a wristband, and then it's a dollar for a ticket uh, for the beers. A dollar gets you a sample, a ticket gets you a sample, I believe. And uh, four tickets gets you a, a full beer. So I think you're going to get 10 tickets and the wristband for free with the VIP passes. Okay? And uh, just go to our Facebook page starting Sunday, August 19th at 8 p.m. We will have the contest posted. We will then pick the winner Wednesday at 9 p.m. August 22nd. Pretty nice, eh? Okay, that's it. For links to the uh, Rock the World Christian Fest and for Alonzo and for the Brouhaha, it's all going to be at pfradio.podbean.com. Up against the clock. So long, and thanks for listening.